All right, hello. Today I'm going to talk about why you should ditch the paper and just be done with your PhD. So I think from this uh, topic slash title, you can kind of maybe already see what I'm talking about. And it's the big question here is, should you stay longer in your grad program and make sure your paper gets published? So whatever that paper may be for you, maybe you have some papers already, maybe some of them are in progress. Maybe there's a particular one that is giving you a lot of grief and it just won't get done. And um, you're trying to figure out what is the best course of action here. So I actually uh, got a specific question about this from somebody. And I'm going, I'm going to kind of uh, state here what they said. So this is kind of going to be addressing this question and telling you the course of action um, in, in that context. So anyway, this student is saying, I want to transition to the industry as a research scientist. I have one protocol paper accepted, one second author paper, and one first author paper that is not yet submitted. I am worried as my advisor wants to add more data to the first author, author paper before submitting it, and it keeps getting delayed. Now he wants me to stay as a postdoc to finish it. My advisor knows that I want to transition to industry. Should I stay longer and make sure the first author paper gets published? So that uh, that is my that is a question that they that they are asking. And I actually, by the way, already have a blog on this at howtophd.org slash blog, and I'll post a link to that in this episode. Um, so this is almost like this blog, I kind of wrote it almost as an agony ant. I'm like, okay, I'll be your academic agony ant and let me respond to this situation. So especially in this particular situation, my answer is very direct because the advisor specifically wanted her to stay on as a postdoc to finish this first author paper. It's kind of like, um, so so it's it's clear postdoc means that you'll have your PhD. So it's clear it was clear to me from that that the advisor was just trying to get her to keep working and working and working, um, and it wasn't. Uh, necessarily a requirement for graduation, that first author paper. So so this is what I would um, suggest to you as well, really upfront, I'll mention this in this episode, is that you should figure out as far as graduation with a PhD, you should figure out what, what those requirements are, what will get you out of the door, what will get you graduated, and not worry about that one first author paper that's taking forever uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, I would not chase those kinds of things, especially if you're trying to get out, get graduated and uh, get your next job. So anyway, um, as far as this uh, person, I said, your situation sounds to me like your advisor wants to keep you forever because you're good. So and I mean that it is a tricky business to be good at your job. So this is a fair warning for everybody out there who is really good at their job, who are very passionate, very dedicated, very hardworking, meticulous, detail-oriented. You usually, such people, you usually end up doing other people's jobs as well. Maybe, you know, in this case, this advisor needs to employ more people who can help to finish the paper if he wants a lot more 
changes. Um, you know, sadly or not, if you don't care, you might have to step down from the first author status in that case. But I come from a field that has embraced the alphabet for better or for worse. So that's up to you. So, you know, she was worried about her first author paper and, you know, it would be nice to have a first author paper completed. But at the same time, if it's not really required for graduation with a PhD, if it's not really required for your next job and it's holding you back in your life, then I would say to let it go. I know it's kind of like a uh, strong statement to make. I know as far as our upbringing in academia, the way we are bred in academia to um, give so much value to hold our, sometimes our self-worth is wrapped up with uh, our publications and, you know, whether they're first author or second author or middle author or last author or whatever. Uh, in my case, in my field, particle astrophysics, um, we actually embrace the alphabet. Now, there's still some ordering usually, like nowadays, you know, in alphabetical order, we're putting the most important authors first and then the rest of the collaboration, et cetera, et cetera. But like, as far as all this is concerned, if this is not going to be your world, if you're leaving after your PhD, you want to just finish your PhD and go to another job, this whole first author, second author thing is not going to matter later on. And if it's holding you back right now, it's not letting you finish your PhD because you're hung up on this or your advisor is hung up on this. I would say to work on figuring out what exactly needs to be done to finish your PhD and not uh, let this drag you down. So, and, and, you know, in this case, I, I, I said that I bet you could still claim a lot of ownership for the parts that you have done already. Uh, it won't matter in the industry, not like in academia. So basically, this first author paper, the thing is, all of the work that you've already done to, towards this paper, even if it's not published, is still work that you've already done. It is still in your bag of tricks. It's still in your experience. It's still in your background. So nothing that you've done can be taken away from you regardless of their publication status. So as far as when that paper is going to see the light of day, when it will actually be in a journal, I would not try to chase that too much or uh, make that a requirement for like, okay, that's when I'll leave academia or that's when I'll graduate. I would uh, let it happen and work on the basics, work on the, the hard requirements of what needs to be done for your PhD. So keep in mind also, in this case, her advisor knew that she was going to industry, right? So like she was leaving academia after her PhD. She had uh, made up her mind about leaving academia. So I told her, keep in mind that your advisor knows that you're going to the industry. He has nothing to lose uh, if you give more of your time to this paper. If you lined up an academic job, I bet he would be much less inclined to keep you longer because then it would matter to him. If you're in a field where producing postdocs and academics is important to the CV of an academic, aka this professor, which is true in many fields, your professor would care about this. On the other hand, if you're going to industry, you are the only one in a position to lose from staying longer. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of like if you were in a rush to go uh, graduate because you were going to a, a top postdoc or a, a top academic role that then 
that would look good for the for your professor, um, then I'm, I bet he wouldn't want to keep dragging you down and hold you back about this paper. He would probably even say that you can keep working on it in your next role if you want to. Again, that would be your choice. Your advisor only has power over you until you graduate. After you graduate, what you do, what you do is your business. And so um, basically, there is a bit of a power play involved here where because he knows that you're leaving for industry, it's like, yeah, well, let me keep you as long as I can, because after that, you're going to go to industry when where, where I can't control you anymore. And also you have everything to lose if you uh, keep not graduating, because as, until you graduate, you cannot go for your next job, which is your which is your goal. Right. Like once you've decided to leave academia and take take that next job then every day that you spend in academia doing things that won't matter in the end is every day that you're losing out uh, from your life and your career. So honestly, yeah, I would really, really, first of all, be a bit careful and wary of people taking advantage of you, like your advisor may be taking advantage of you, and then address your situation. So do what you need to do to graduate with your degree and only that, especially as a senior grad student, I really cannot stress enough that you cannot let people derail you, even if those people are your advisor. You cannot let anybody derail you from your goal of graduating and whatever needs to happen for that graduation. Because get, having a PhD, first of all, it's vague. But second of all, even when you kind of know what are the things that need to get done for for that graduation it's still such a big it's still such a tough and big job so like writing your thesis you know maybe taking that last few uh, you know data collects or analyzing you know your latest data or some old data i don't know like all of those sort of like the wrap up of a phd is a big job in itself and I would totally focus on that and be very selfish about focusing on that uh, versus trying to have some kind of optional thing happen. Because if you get really, really, really strict, then that first author paper is probably optional. It's probably not a requirement for a PhD. If it is, then of course you have to get it done. But like in, in many programs, um, having a published paper is not a requirement uh, and if you, especially if you already have other papers, then having one more is not gonna, you know, it, it's not gonna make or break basically. Like it's going to be good. You know, more papers you have, the better I'm all for papers, but we're discussing what's required of you in a PhD, not, not what's good to have. Right. So, um, so yeah, I would I would really really do exactly what you need to do for your graduation and that and just that. Your advisor could want many things. Let me check on time. Yes, okay, cool. Your advisor could want many things, but you need to do what will get you out ASAP. That is likely not working more and more on the paper. Write your thesis, finish up whatever's going into your thesis and be done. The document that will get you out with your degree is your thesis, not the paper, right? Sometimes getting a paper accepted by a journal is a requirement to graduate, but that is clearly not the case here as he wants you to stay as a postdoc to finish the paper. So 
Don't let anyone emotionally blackmail you into staying longer. That's toxic and all the more reason to leave. Like, you can say that you'll finish the paper after you graduate and then do whatever the fuck you want after you graduate, right? But like, don't let that delay your graduation. In my experience, waiting of, and and this is now, this is real, okay? I have had this problem myself where I was chasing a paper. And so let me tell you what happened then. In my experience, waiting for a paper to happen is a mistake. And this is from someone that loves writing and publishing. I literally write every day and I publish a lot. So lack of publications was not my failure point as an academic. Um, And I kind of have this relationship with papers and publishing and that's kind of like my world. So I'm telling you not to wait on a publication and just graduate anyway. And this is coming from someone who loves to publish. And that's because I have your best interest in mind. And I understand how papers work. That's why I can say uh, this so strongly. So papers from conception to final publication in a journal have a life of their own. And that's fine. You can't force it. It will see the light of day when it's ready. Chasing a paper can end really badly. I've learned this the hard way. Uh, Like in my undergrad, actually, I I learned this lesson very early on as a very young researcher. I was chasing a paper where I was like trying to get all of the data um, collected and analyzed. and, And, you know, over and over, I was doing this experiment and it was supposed to be a paper. It was almost a paper. And then it didn't happen. (laughs) It was uh, basically I needed something to check out and it didn't check out. And so I couldn't write the paper or we couldn't, we couldn't basically report on that result as being the result that we would have wanted to report on because it didn't check out. And then that paper didn't happen. And, you know, like I worked extremely hard on it and I worked extremely hard on all the data and everything that I was doing in the lab for this paper to happen and it never happened. And I worked myself up over something that didn't work out basically. And I kind of learned this lesson that, you know, you can't really wait for a paper. You can't really think that, oh, this paper is going to happen. This paper is going to happen. You work, you do your work, you do your best. And after, after that, it's up to that paper. Every paper has, has a life of its own. And, and like, honestly, a paper kind of writes itself. So if, if it seems like kind of an impossible thing, then it's better to just do your work and do what's needed versus chase a paper, if, if that makes any sense. So if you wait for the paper, well, you might be waiting forever. When your graduation and therefore career is in the line, waiting cannot be your strategy. So this is the important part. Waiting on something to ch- happen, waiting on a paper to happen, that cannot be your your strategy because waiting for anything is very tricky. It could never happen. Like when you wait for something, it literally, you don't know that it's happening. It could literally never happen, right? For example, my that, that one paper that I was talking about, that really never happened. I've had lots of other papers since that time, but that one, that, the, that one I had my heart set on and I was waiting and waiting, basically, you know, I was doing stuff and kind of chasing it, never happened, okay? So you never know. So I would say continue with your industry job search 
regardless of the actual publishing of the paper. You could always put a draft of the paper on archive. This is what we do in our field, at least in physics astronomy, we put drafts of papers on archive. It's for free. And um, in, in interviews or on your resume or in, your, in my cover letter, I will usually point to the archive version of the paper because basically it's a, it's a preprint. You can point to the link to your preprint of the paper. So even if it's not accepted by the journal or maybe you've submitted to the journal, it's still in review, whatever, you can still point to that preprint because it's all about communicating the work you have done. Doesn't matter the publication status of it with a journal, but like the work you've done is still the work you've done. And, and you can own that in, in its current form. You don't have to wait two years to own your work. You can own your work now. So I think, I think you know that you don't need more publications to graduate and move on. So what you do need to do is explain the relevant things that you have done so far, whether they're finally published or not, and make them sound like the best thing to happen after sliced bread. Like, don't bring up anything about a paper needing more work at the interview. Like, I'm not talking about your interviews for the industry job that you're after, or maybe you already have the job, I don't know, but say you're interviewing for jobs for after your PhD, I would just own your work. If it comes up as far as like a paper, whether it's published or if it comes up, don't lie, but you can say you have a draft and it is pending submission. How about that? So like you can always use language to state the current status of your publication. For example, you can say, yes, I have a draft written up and it's pending submission or I have a draft written up and it's pending um, uh, acceptance, you know, like the paper, it, it's, it's like the paper doesn't have to be published officially and uh, completely for you to have a paper is what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm saying both don't change the paper, let it happen as well as you, you do have a paper it's not like I'm saying that everything you've done is a waste of time or that this paper will never get published. It might get published at some point in the future. You just don't know uh, that yet about when it will get published, whether it will for sure get published or not. So in the meantime, just own whatever you do have and don't wait for anything to happen. So yeah, short answer, should you stay longer and make sure your paper gets published? Short answer is absolutely not. No, you should not wait for the paper you should work on everything that needs to get done for you to for you to graduate and not work uh, and not wait for the paper uh, if you have trouble graduating due to advisor problems then i have uh, blog posts about that in my blog how to ph.org blog um, i have a link to one of my papers on archive in this blog post uh, that covers this topic and archive is free once again. In physics, it is common to give out only archive links, uh, even when the paper is published in a journal because it's free to access. So I would say confidently speak about the paper at your interviews if it is relevant to the position. Own it. It's yours even if it is not officially published. At what time it actually gets published is not important. It's the work you've done and the relevant experience you have obtained that will be of interest to the company. So focus on that. And you might not even be totally ditching the paper by leaving academia when you start your new job or life, who knows? You might be filled with all this extra energy and you might still be involved in seeing the paper through. So you can tell your professor that, 
tell him that you will work on it for free after you graduate because academics can never resist free labor. And when making your exit from anything, it is best to burn as few bridges as possible. So um, so that's why I, I, I suggest that you might even do that. Or, and maybe you will kind of help after you graduate, right? But like, I would not, I would not make that, I would not let that hold you back. Like, do not make that a requirement for you to graduate. Do not let the professor make uh, it a requirement for you to graduate um, and negotiate that in a way where you can graduate with what you have already and not wait for anything to happen. Okay, so I hope that this helped. Um, and yeah, good luck with graduating. Good luck with the paper when it does get published uh, eventually. And, you know, it's all good. You're doing good work. It will come to light when it comes to light. Papers take time to get published, and some of them are more tricky than others. There's always going to be more papers. You, you already have some papers. I would not um, wrap up your self-worth with a paper. I would not um, impose these types of restrictions on your graduation because you deserve to graduate after all of the work you've done. So thank you so much for listening, and good luck with everything.